0: Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rand Podcast, available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rand Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. What's good? It's your boy, Oli Bernie. I said I'll be back stronger on the Thursday. Sorry, on the Thursday. Let Burn Rant Podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple Hit me up, let me rant, L-E-T-B-U-R-N-R-A-N-T, and now this is a Thursday's Thursday, so I feel a little better, let's kick it, let's get it going right now. A six person has died over a vaping incident, there's been over 400 people already in America since this year started, maybe if not early at the end of last year, that's been contracted with the virus of whatever they're getting right now from this vaping bullshit (laughs) Overall, six people again died this year already. More people have still been in the hospital, not been released. Some is on life support. Some is really just—they're not getting out. And straight up, this is a—this is—they're they're going. Everybody's going down right now. This is an epidemic, especially for young people who's—who who figures this e shit is, an alternative to just smoking cigarettes. And simply put, just smoke weed. Like, if if you're not, if you're in a state where weed is not really legalized, then don't smoke at all. Just, I don't see a whole point of people taking their own life by smoking this, less of these electronic cigarettes. It's like, it's not enough for people. You feel like you need a kick to get off, get off whatever you're going through. You don't need to be wasting time smoking cigarettes. You don't need to waste your time even smoking these e-cigs or vapes it's clear that you see you see the results right now irreversible injuries that you can't really get out of you think cigarettes is bad this is just five times worse if not hundred times worse these big time cigarette companies they knew what they was doing when this came about they knew eventually people was going to find a way to try to get rid of cigarettes by 2030 and at first, that was the that was the that was the upward trend. People less and less and less was not touching cigarettes. And now even even the pressure of now weed being legalized, we was looking at maybe the end of cigarettes. And you know and that's about three years ago. And look 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 what we see right now: vapes, e-cigs, even with cannabis oil they did doing, they're doing anything as possible to make sure they can keep the cigarette factories kicking now making it digital and now you see the pure result of what has happened six people alone this year has been dead right now from this and hundreds as right now is being affected by just the uh, whatever is in them chemicals of the e-cig pretty much stop smoking the shit it's not good for nobody i don't see the i don't see the whole i don't see the whole special thing about it i puffed it a couple of times but i it just don't it feels like you're just smoking death clouds that's what it is death clouds it's not like you just that's what it feels like you're just smoking on death clouds it's not definitely it definitely can't be good for the lungs cigarettes is definitely good for the lungs what do you think this was going to work even with hookah shit ain't good for your lungs so I can only, oh, I can only assume that something must have happened that set off a string of of just events where not everybody out here in this country is just feeling sick, but six people's already died, and more more could be on the way at this point, if not sooner, unless this is this could be stopped now. I'm, I don't got the I don't got the answers to everything. I'm not Sherlock Holmes. Don't ask me for any type of advice. I don't got the answers to it. I can only tell you that if you're not smoking, if you if you, if you treat this like you treat cigarettes, especially if you're trying to quit the habit, just drop, just let, it, just leave it. Don't even don't even indulge in the shit. I don't even see why people that's, that's, that's that make this an alternative to cigarettes. You been over just smoking weed and calling it in the day there's no really there's no logic at this point Or go back to just plain old cigarettes at this point if, if you feel like you need to it seems like smoking these cigs is gonna kill you quicker than smoking cigarettes nonetheless they both gonna kill you i forgot to mention this from monday this was one of the monday night football games that also was played with the Saints and Texans. I didn't even get to talk about that, but um, the other game that was also played was also the Raiders and the Broncos, and the Raiders won. The Raiders won. I was surprised. I thought the whole situation with Antonio Brown, which I, I wish I, I, I shouldn't, have, I wish I wasn't even bringing his name up again. I thought I've wronged his name up so many episodes already. He's really, he's really, he's really irking my nerves right now with his nonsense. But nonetheless, I thought that this team would just falter because of the situation when Antonio Brown and everything happened. But it seemed like a light of fire under the Raiders. And um, I wanted the score. You can look at the score and just say this was a close game. Just a touchdown, whatever you want to call it. But. If you look at the, if you look at the way the Raiders is able to less brutalize the Broncos, that's more it's a you know the score might just look so you know the score might just say well, otherwise because it's just it's still eight points. I get it, I get it but for the majority of this game the Raiders was beating up on them so anything that the Broncos did at this point was just pretty much do, go, on garbage time at this point because the Raiders really blew them out in the beginning. And they blew him out with nothing but defense stepping up. And offense just putting the pressure against this Broncos defense. So now we look at the Broncos as a team that might have a top 10 defense to a team. More and more question marks because they didn't get the job done. Flacco definitely didn't get the job done. Especially, he's looking to redeem himself after... Everything he did in, in Baltimore and everybody casting him off saying that he was finished and washed up. Mm, he maybe he maybe he is washed up I do not I d I don't I don't know. He didn't play his best at all. Certainly it's gonna be question marks with the Broncos just rolling like offensively. The defense also, you know, which been the backbone for this franchise for the last Ten years at least, as as long as Von Miller's been there, I think this defense has been the backbone for this team. They was they was not able to do anything at all against Derek Carr. Derek Carr looked like uh, an All-Pro QB again. We haven't seen that in, in, in a couple years, but he played like an All-Pro, picking apart this defense left and right, and there was no type of answers. Like this, is, like I said, this the score. Okay, whatever. It's a clo- It was a close game regardless, but Derek Carr played well. Broncos defense couldn't stop him, and I believe that was the only difference there. I maybe maybe, maybe this is just a one week phase. Maybe this was what the Raiders needed to, to get everybody off their backs. Where everybody talking about Antonio Brown, and you know what? I I could probably leave it. I'll leave it alone. We I don't feel like the Raiders are going to be in the playoffs. I don't feel like the Broncos are going to be in the playoffs. The Broncos already proved that they might not be in the playoffs right now with their offense playing the way they're playing. And the defense just don't do anything, I mean, don't do anything, then the Broncos definitely not going to the playoffs. The Raiders, they had a one happy good week. But I don't see them going anywhere also. But this is a NFL. Things happen for the strangest reasons. Maybe... He could turn. Maybe they can. Maybe they could turn it around. But if not, it's, I expect it. What I expect it. We're almost here for King of the Ring. We're almost here. We got another couple more days until King of the Ring comes in on this Sunday, which is going to be a packed Sunday. I could definitely say that with everything that happens. I know that I'm not going to be able to say much on that Sunday. I'll probably just get with the weekend report, and then I'll just burst open with the whole Monday report with the NFL and with nonetheless wrestling. Um, a couple of cards that's going to be on the matchup right now. Clash of Champions. Every championship is on the line. And I think in the WWE is like 10 championships all together, including one match that's just that's we're gonna find out once and for all how this all gonna end. I I thought the King of the Rings was gonna also be broadcast also, Classic champions. You know you want always wanna put this on the, on the display, but I guess they're not gonna do it. Who knows? Maybe they will. In the Finals. I didn't even get the chance to watch the SmackDown version. Of the um, king of the ring I know Baron Corbin He won the Raw division So now he's representing Raw After Ricochet did a 630 on, um, on Samoa Joe He did it on Samoa Joe Baron Corbin The opportunistic guy he is He pulled him off Threw him over the crowd Got back and pinned Samoa Joe say Whatever you want about Baron Corbin but Baron Corbin for the most part he's been playing He's been fighting clean All his, all his matches has been clean Now Over there against Elias And Chad Gable Shad Gable really came on strong right now But um, I'm If I'm playing devil's advocate I think Eli- Elias won Sorry Elias won that I, I will believe he did but who knows? Who knows? Shad Gable, the way that they have Shad Gable's story right written right now, they, they look they they might have him push they might really make that strong push for Shad Gable to really win this. Even though I just feel like in the end Corbin just Corbin will just take this away and just be King of the Ring. But nonetheless, um I wanna just get through the matches off the top of my head. I know starting with because they're always going to do this at the pregame right now to the 205 live championship i know drew Gulak faces two other people for the triple threat match um if i'm making it just a prediction which i'm not i'm not gonna make no predictions it's just those are those are, that's one championship that's on the line right now and then we head to that's the 205 live cruiserate championship so we get past that on Raw, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, 10 championships, 4 4 yeah, 10 championships. So that's one. And now on, let's go on Raw. We have Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. On um, we also got the uh, United States champion AJ Styles now facing Cedric Alexander after a strong performance by Cedric Alexander. He's getting his opportunity to face him. Uh Raw Tag Team Champions Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman would face the upstart team of Bobby Roode I mean Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler that's going to be interesting and on the female side with the Raw Championship Becky Lynch against Sasha Banks now in SmackDown version you have the WWE Champion Kobe Kingston getting his rematch set against Randy Orton which is going to be definitely interesting. Um, with the tag team champions, the New Day, they'll face the Revival, and then you got the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura, with Sami Zayn on his on his you know manager side facing the Miz, and you got the Women's Champion Becky not Becky Lynch Bailey, facing Charlotte Flair. Females, then, then you got the Women's Tag Team Championship, also that also the Women's Tag Team Championship. With uh Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against Manny Rose and uh Sonia Deville. There you go. So those are the those are the all the bosses on the line, and plus you got an added bonus with Roman Reigns based in Eric Rowan. Pretty much a redemption match for Roman Reigns ever since he's his his whole career has been on the line right now. The last couple of weeks right now trying to find out who was trying to get rid of him now he knows so those are pretty much the scheduled matches there's 11 on the card i believe king and ring might be on it also but i don't want to really i don't want to make no assumptions that might be the case so maybe not maybe it will but so far they got 11 and maybe 11 is good enough Alicia Report had made an article about pretty much who's the greatest point guards of all time. They got their top 10 list. They put this in order. Now, when I was looking at this list, uh, which I'll tell you right now, it's going with number 10, Isaiah Thomas. He comes in number 10. Isaiah Thomas is a two-time NBA Finals. Um, What is he? Goddamn... 12-time all-star, five-time all-NBA selection. He's a finals MVP. Um, then you got Russell Westbrook. I think he's a 10. I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he's like a nine-time All-Star already by by now. Um, but I think I would put Isaiah Thomas over him because Isaiah Thomas um all-star selections. He's got a ring. Makes no sense to have Westbrook, despite Westbrook in the last three straight years accomplishing triple doubles, congratulations to the man. But um, I put Isaiah Thomas over Russell Westbrook. And then you got Steve Nash at number eight. Um, When I look at the numbers that Steve Nash got, it doesn't really compare to what Westbrook or Isaiah Thomas has done. In fact, I think if it wasn't for his two MVP you know, most likely we wouldn't even make this discussion. But um, I will put Westbrook at ten. I would definitely switch up Steve natch further down there. I put Isaiah Thomas up. I think that's a better, that's a better comparison. you go to number seven, we look at Jason Kidd. So we look at we see Jason Kidd right now, who's a, also who's been an who's, an, who's an NBA champion. Started his career with the Mavericks won a ring with the Mavericks. Been through a whole lot of teams, most notably the Nuts, bringing them to, to NBA Finals as a calf, the leader. Um, he's definitely, I think he's not, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer yet, but he definitely deserves to be up there. Um, I put Jason Kidd, I definitely, I would definitely leave Jason Kidd up there. Maybe not up there, but I think Isaiah Thomas should be higher on that list over Jason Kidd also, considering what he was able to do. Who else? Number six, John Stockton. Despite not winning a ring, he's been one of the most winningest players in NBA history. He's been to two NBA finals, a multiple-time all-star. I mean, I think he's one person I would probably keep up there if you're talking about just a all time point guard um especially he leaves he was the he's the all time leader in steals and assist i think you have to leave stockton higher than everybody else at least because of what he was able to do this man was definitely the a definition of a point guard or point guide however you want to you know solidify you get now we got Chris Paul at number five this is this way it gets interesting right now no knock on chris Paul. Because Chris Paul has really been fantastic. Um and I guess they didn't listen to this, they are uh, this this is just a list based on numbers. If we wasn't putting numbers right now, I don't know if Chris Paul is Chris Paul is definitely a top 10 playoff all, all top well top 10 point guards. But I don't know he's in the top 10 to me. I don't I don't know only because he's never even cracked the uh, Western Conference Finals. Well actually he did last year. Once, but he got hurt and they could have definitely went to the NBA finals if he wasn't hurt. But that's to be a question. Um but well, they had Chris Paul's at number five. Let me just get down the list. Jerry Rust. Um uh, let's see. Jerry oh sorry, Jerry West at number four. Oscar Robinson at number three. So who's Stephen Curry number two? Whew, okay. And i I believe Magic Johnson might be number one. Yeah, he's number one. Okay, so here's my here's my so I guess I I can better Elaborate that. This, this, this was my take on it because it seems I put I think personally, their right to keep Magic Johnson up there. Magic Johnson is by far maybe the best point guard ever. What he was able to do as a rookie, coming into coming into the 1980 season, and where he was able to continue to do with the Lakers up to the point that he had he had a force free retire. Um, Yeah, it's just no knock on Curry. Curry's gonna probably, when he's all said and done, probably be been to more all stars than um, Magic Johnson. But Magic Johnson's he's a three time finals MVP, multiple time champion five times to Curry's three, even though Curry's career is not set in stone yet, it's not even over with. Uh, Magic number number one, it's fair enough that you can put that in comparison, and as for his number two. Does Curry, there's are the be number two. And honestly, I think because of the numbers he's posted up for the last, what? He's been in the NBA for 10 years already. I don't see Curry number two yet. I think when his career said and done, he could be number one. But I don't put him number two yet. I think you still got to put Isaiah Thomas up there just off the championships. And maybe you could then put Oscar Robinson, or maybe Jerry West, if you want to, you know, bring some old timers not that I'm putting I'm not not that I'm saying old timers about the same time somebody who's got historical numbers and you know made their team deep into the you know into the playoffs I I can't I, I have sorry whew, I'm bugging I haven't looked up much on Oscar Robertson career other than the show we had over 50 years ago something that now Westbrook has you know Dominated three straight years in fantastic numbers. I think when it's all said and done, because I'm looking at this list right now, you got like three current, three active players right now. Westbrook could still do something when it's all said and done. He could probably still climb up this list with the numbers since he's. Been <coughs> oh sorry? Um, Westbrook could still climb this list. I think he can go as high as five when it's all said and done. He can maybe be the top five point guards of all time. Chris Paul is already number five already. The highest Chris Paul can go could maybe be in the top three. But he needs to win a rink. Is, and I don't know if where he's at right now will uh, allow him to win that ring. He's in Oklahoma City. Could, depending on if they're able to trade him or not or they can buy him out his contract or whatever they could do. He's not going to do any type of success in Oklahoma City. Westbrook wasn't able to do anything over there, so. And as for Westbrook, I don't, I don't think he could win a ring. I, I think we're at the point right now. Houston is his last hope. If he can't do anything with James Harden, and them guys over there in Houston, they're not winning a the ring. Therefore, I, I don't know how far Westbrook, you know, how far Westbrook gets to this next top five. Chris Paul, considering he's top five already, even though I don't think he should be top five. He needs to win a Ringoso. And and only thing stopping Curry from everybody else right now, Curry, another dynasty. The dynasty they had before, they're able to duplicate it again. Then maybe this, then we can say, okay, yo, you gotta put Curry number one because the numbers are there for Curry. But at the same time, Curry hasn't won a final MVP. At least he needs to win one. He needs to at least one one Finals MVP really be in this conversation. The fact that he's number two without our final MVP is amazing already, considering what he's, been at, what he's been through and just what he's done these last six years. I believe it's going to continue because you don't got Durant. Klay Thompson might be going for the whole season unless they go deep into the playoffs. And he's going to be the number one option right now at this point. Well, he's not like he wasn't, but... He's now going to be the main guy for them like they, ha- they didn't have for the last three years when Durant was running the show. So expect Curry to you know, put up historical numbers if he stays healthy. And if Draymond Green could help out a little bit more than he's been doing offensively, then maybe there's a good chance he could do something special. But nonetheless, I was just giving out a breakdown of the list. Um. Yeah, I've been slipping. I've been slipping. I'm sorry, sorry. This thing is watching the Thursday night football game right now, and the Panthers has lost again. So this is kind of uncharted territories for the Carolina Panthers, especially teams that's 0-2. Their chances decrease when they get to the playoffs, and... I don't know. Um, Cam Newton, he... I'm not gonna say he he played on he played alright. There's definitely a lot of opportunities he could have taken to get into the end zone. And for whatever reason, he just wasn't able to do it. His running back, Christian McCaffrey, who everybody views as a, as a top five running back, he was he was he he struggled. I guess he I don't know if he was hurt because the numbers he put he put up all together. Doesn't look like the same numbers he did a couple days ago. Now, I get five days, you know, as a it's, t- it's too short of a time to regain your, your body and everything like that. The good thing about him right now, he's got 12 days to recuperate unless he's hurt. If he's hurt, then that changes dynamics automatically for this Panthers team because McCaffrey was by far Cam Newton's best option for the last three years. He's been the best weapon. And I, you know, he's he's hurt by any significant time. It's only going to hurt Cam Newton instead of helping him. So if he's hurt, hopefully he gets back on his feet and gets back in time to help Cam Newton. Um, the Panthers can't lose no more games after this. They got to find some way to get out of this. The first game, all right, whatever. That was that was a game that they should, they should never have lost also. But this was a game they should never have lost entirely. And you lose to the Buccaneers the way you lost to them, 20 to 14. Cause for, is it, you know, you made James Winston look like he was the best QB. And James Winston didn't really have a big time game, but his receivers did. They stepped up when it was needed and they was able to get the job done. And the Panthers, you know, no knock on the receivers. Greg Olson, even though he's a tight end, he did, he put up his numbers. Cam Newton threw for over three hundred yards, no, no, I no, 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 int, but also no touchdown. So I don't know. I don't know what can you say. Either you can say that Cam Newton looks like he's all right, or he's not all right. He did the best he can in the in the situation, and that's all you go for. But nonetheless, this ain't good for them. They're down two, old and two. Already in, this, already, in the, you're already in the division where the Saints has won the last two divisions right now. They got they got all sorts of weapons that can just be all pros. And Kamara, Drew Brees, Thomas, Ginn. And even on defense, they're playing well. Buccaneers now got a win. Falcons probably get a win on Sunday. Who knows? You know, this was the last thing that the Panthers needed. The Panthers needed to get this win. Especially if, if we, we all, everybody believes the hype that they might be in the playoffs this year. They needed to get this win. Buccaneers, we, no one knew what the Buccaneers was going to do this year. At all. So the fact that the Buccaneers was able to get a win is impressive. Congratulations. Because they, they played one hell of a game. They, they stick, They played their defense very well. And it was not scared at all at all so salute to them that's it salute to them I don't I'm not sure how much you can say about this game, but they they buccaneers they did it they they somehow survived this. Winston did everything he can and goodwin. No, he was the big man right now to receive an end for for over 121 yards. Cam Newton, he threw the ball fifty-one times. No INT, as I said, but no touchdown. McCaffrey, he was he was he was mediocre. Um I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe we'll f guess. We'll see what the Panthers do next. Right now, this was something they they did not they did not need to have this loss on their on their mind right now. Now they have a loss, so we'll see where they go from here. Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Lit Berant Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Lit Burrent Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course. Please enjoy Burn.